Hello, Graceway. This is David Chow. I am part of the Mark Bible Study teaching team. It is Wednesday, October 9th, and today's podcast is about the Syrophoenician woman. We are looking at Mark 7, verses 24 to 30. Let's jump into things. I will be reading from the ESV. And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. This is the word of the Lord. Our story is set in the region of Tyre, which is northwest of Galilee. Jesus is in Gentile country. This is relevant given the previous parable about Jewish purity laws, eating, and what makes us unclean. Jesus has overturned the separation of Jews and Gentiles based on old purity laws. Here in this story, a Gentile woman seeks Jesus' help for her daughter. Jesus initially refuses. But through the Gentile woman's persistent faith, Jesus decides to cast out the demon in her daughter. The woman returns home to find her daughter healed. The real story here is not about the exorcism, which we have seen Jesus perform earlier in Mark and happens offstage in this scene. Rather, this story illustrates the incorporation of Gentiles into the kingdom of God. After the Syrophoenician woman begged Jesus to cast the demon out of her daughter, Jesus says to her, quote, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs, end quote. That's right. You heard Mark 7:27 correctly. Jesus is calling this Gentile woman a dog. Jesus' response to the Gentile woman is not only shocking and offensive to modern readers, it is equally shocking and offensive to ancient readers. Nowhere in Mark has Jesus refused requests for assistance. Moreover, exorcism has been an important part of his ministry in overthrowing Satan's kingdom. Recall also that Jesus has a positive view of women and Gentiles. All of these things point to the harshness in Jesus' response to this Gentile woman. Let's examine Jesus' response more clearly closely. Jesus does not reject the Gentile woman's request absolutely. Jesus is prioritizing the children before dogs, Jews before Gentiles. Jesus focused his ministry to the Jews. The church began within Judaism and became a predominantly Gentile religious community only after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Jesus' statement maintains the priority of Israel without excluding Gentiles. The troublesome word is dog, which Jesus uses metaphorically to refer to the Gentile woman. It is an insult and slur with an established tradition. 
It was a commonplace in biblical and ancient Jewish tradition to, de to designate Gentiles as dogs. In the Bible and ancient Jewish tradition, dogs are not pets. Dogs are not beloved insiders to the household and participants in family life. But dogs are outsiders, scavengers, disdained animals that eat unclean food. Jesus draws upon the proverbial saying to claim that wild dogs ate unclean food that was thrown to them after the family meal. They did not eat with and at the same time as the family itself. Dogs were wild animals on the street and not domesticated animals in homes. When Jesus refers to this woman in need as a dog, does this offend your sensibility about who Jesus is? We should recall that the teaching of Jesus was offensive in many cases. It was offensive for Jews to hear that no food makes them unclean. We recall Mark 7.15, There is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him. Further, it is offensive and a stumbling block for the Messiah to be crucified. In Matthew 16.22, Peter was so offended by hearing Jesus describe his own death that Peter rebuked Jesus for saying such a thing. The disciple rebuking the master. Jesus then famously said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. Mark uses the offensive slur to highlight the agency of the Gentile woman. She does not respond to Jesus' insult. Instead, she addresses Jesus as Kyrios, which is the title of Lord. She is the only person in the Gospel of Mark to address Jesus as Lord. Her use of this title indicates her acceptance of his authority, as does her initiative in coming to Jesus in the first place. The Gentile woman adapts Jesus' proverbial saying to show her faith. She accepts Jesus' metaphor of the dog, but transforms it from the scavenger out on the street to a domestic dog which has access to the family table. She acknowledges Jesus' lordship and then pleads with this lord. The Gentile woman responds by humbling herself. Yes, lord. Yet, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. The acknowledgement of Jesus' authority, the implied acceptance of Jesus' insult, the humility of lowering oneself beneath the table, the acceptance of crumbs, all of these portray a Gentile woman who accepts Jesus as Lord. Recall the price one must pay to enter the kingdom of God in Mark 10.31. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Jesus recognizes and affirms the woman's claim. Jesus then exorcises the demon from a distance, the Gentile woman does not leave disappointed, and she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The woman has contributed significantly to the healing of her daughter. When we think of God's grace and salvation, we are right to think that we do not contribute to our salvation in Christ. Faith in Christ is a gift from God, not from ourselves, Ephesians 2.8. In this story, we see the Syrophoenician woman exercise her faith in healing her daughter. Can you recall a time when your faith was tested, but you persevered 
and continued to exercise your faith? Are you going through a trial now where you sense God calling you to exercise faith? When you feel God turning away from you, perhaps you can take inspiration from the Syrophoenician woman who persisted in pleading her case before her Lord. We're going to have to end it there. Until our next podcast, this is David Chow signing off.